Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. Star Trek, The Day of the Dove. The Day of the Dove both the, starts with both the Klingons and the Federation serious, experiencing serious operational disruptions, being misdirected by an evil alien force <coughs> into thinking each is the cause of an explosion on a Klingon ship and the death of a hundred people on Beta 8A. So Enterprise thinks the Klingons killed the, the colony on Beta 8A and the Klingons think the members of the Enterprise caused the explosion on the Klingon ship. Writer, writer Marvin Chomsky examines the futility and weak attributes associated with the doctrine of balance of power. The end design of balance of power is perpetual warfare, hatred, bloodshed, and waste. Any two gay groups engaged in the balance of power will migrate between periods of low-intensity warfare to sudden catastrophic shockwaves of violence. The power and invisible hand regenerates the conflict by introducing military funding and humanitarian aid. The world century of this evil doctrine is mitigated by the media blitzes and political negotiations that make the conflict seemingly to de-escalate for a period. So it's basically, when you hear foreign aid, it's not to reduce poverty, but to perpetuate constant warfare. That's in the balance of doctrine, a balance of power. The Federation members are stirred to hatred, including Spock, as demonstrated in his inability to control the human half of his identity, which is equally as powerful as his Vulcan ego. Spock lies about how powerful his human ego is. A case in point is the Enterprise incident where Dr. Jones must rescue Spock's human ego that is regressing to the point of death by fear as Dr. Jones screams, to the death or life for the both of us. Chekhov believes the Klingons have killed his brother, and Eurora reveals later that Chekhov never had a brother. McCoy wants Kirk and Spock to act like military men and to fight the Klingons. The Klingons capture the way team on the planet, and they threaten to torture each member one by one until Kirk surrenders the Enterprise. Kirk agrees to surrender the Enterprise after Chekhov is tortured um, to yield control of the Enterprise. Spock and Scotty manage to capture the Klingons during transport. The remaining Klingons are beamed into the brig. Once the Klingon ship is vacated, the Enterprise destroys the Klingon ship. The Klingons distrust the Federation, believing they are treacherous, and the Klingons will go to death in their beliefs. McCoy says, We know that a Klingon is suggesting a strong racial hatred. Initially, the numbers are 40 Klingons to 400 Federation members, but the alien seals the lower-level bulkheads and reduces the number to equal. 
Kurt realizes a problem is emerging, and he re- he re- reveals a dangerous fact about balance of power, and that is the doctrines drive men to kill, believing they are revenging a non-existent loss. Neither side has superior weapons because the alien has transmuted the phasers into swords, and Scotty describes the swords as a fine collection of antiques. The Klingons take engineering. Spock detects the alien life force and describes it, and he describes it as pure energy, which possesses intelligence and purpose. The Klingons communicate that the bridge life supports have been shut off and the crew of the Enterprise will die of suffocation. The alien restores life support. Kirk says, what happens to us? And why are you acting like a group of savages? Weapons, ideology, racial hatred are used by design to force the two groups to fight. Kirk is baffled about the game rules, and McCoy tells Kirk that the life-threatening wounds are healing at an astonishing rate. Kirk learns the alien subsists on the emotions of others, and the alien acts as a catalyst to cause more violent modes of conflict, a constant state of violence. Kirk realizes the fighting must end, or they will continue fighting for a thousand years. The alien has accelerated the Enterprise to warp 9, and the dilithium crystals are deteriorating. The Klingons and the Federation agree to temporary truce that weakens the alien. Kirk says, we must push outward to survive. We must stop the endless violence. The alien sights back and laughs, and the violence starts over again. The alien is a coward. The Federation and Klingons' goodwill drives the alien out. Conflict with extremist groups have led to fighting in Somalia and African Union forces. Ongoing tensioning in Bosnia and Herzegovina after the war, Bosnian war ended in 1995, have created ethnic and political frictions that persist in that country with the potential to return back for violence. In India, India faced several low-intensity conflicts, including armed conflicts between regular armies or law enforcement and non-regular armed militias. These are some of the current conflicts that are occurring today in the world under the balance of power doctrine. The balance of power theory suggests that when power is equally distributed among entities, it can lead to self-help systems of alliance and military force, which can dominate a region. This lack of overall authority can lead to war and has frequently turned to as a solution to threaten the equilibrium of the international system. It is argued that the failure of the international equilibrium rather than the system itself is the cause for war. The imperialist factor also contributes to the argument that the concept of balance of power acted as a cause of war in the 19th century. In summary, the balance of power theory can create endless wars 
when it leads to a self-help system of alliances and military force that dominate a region, and when war is frequently turned to as a solution to threaten the equilibrium of the international system. Balance of power is one of the oldest and most fundamental concept in international relationships. This is why I say that America should return back to a foreign policy of isolation and non-entanglement in the affairs of other country, is to remove themselves from the balance of power uh, doctrine. It suggests that states may secure their survival by preventing any one state from gaining enough military power to dominate over all the others. The theory posits that if one state becomes much stronger, it will take the advantage of the weaker uh, neighbors. And that's exactly what the fear is with Germany becoming one of the largest armies in Europe is that it will take advantage of its weaker neighbors. It definitely will have the capability to wipe out the Russian army. It creates a self-help system of alliances and military force that dominates the area. It can lead to a lack of authority. It can tend to lead to tendencies for states to avoid aggression out of fear of forceful retaliation. It can be used to maintain equilibrium between the world's many nations and interests. And it can be used to preserve national sovereignty. Overall, the balance of power theory has a significant impact on international relations by influencing how states interact with each other and how they maintain peace and stability in the international system. Economic elites can shape the sustainability of power-sharing institutions and influence the distribution of resources within a country or region. In some cases, the balance of power may be affected by the interest of the powerful individuals or groups who seek to maintain their control over resources and political power.